Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. We are live here at Four Peaks in downtown Tempe. I'm Johnny Venerable, Bull Brock, Damian Anderson, fellas. Robust practice report today, but first of all, loving the vibes here at Four Peaks. They're immaculate. I mean, it's tough to beat what's going on here. you got TVs with sports all over the place. You've got delicious food. You've got incredible beers. DA's got one. I've got one. Johnny, for some reason, I don't know why he's not enjoying and imbibing, but we are. Wow. Can't even can't even get through <laughs> one segment and, and being thrown under the bus. But, DA, it's great to have you back, my man. It it's, feels good to be here, this vibe here at Four Peaks. I mean, it's a great bro-ship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're celebrating this bro-ship. Got some good beer. And where else would you want to be? Well, I'd also want to be at Cards Practice today, but thankfully Bo Brock was there. And a little bit of a breaking news story as it revolves this Cardinal receiving core that has otherwise been depleted. Yeah, five foot seven, Rondell Moore. He looked like he was 10 foot eight. Just kind of that number four was a beacon in the desert here. It was beautiful to see. You know, say what you want about A.J. Green. He was he was a guy that was making plays. He made a big play for this offense to send the game to overtime against the Raiders. It was imperative that he came down with that, but he's out. He's got that bone bruise, and the Arizona Cardinals are down another wide receiver along with DeAndre Hopkins. No A.J. Green, so the return potentially of Rondell Moore is a welcome sight for Arizona Cardinals fans who, I'm going to say it right now, I mean, after a country club-esque preseason yes. and then a pretty brutal start, 11 quarters of 12 potential quarters that have been horrid as far as the Arizona Cardinals go, they've got to, content, they've got to, train, they've got to buck these trends. They have to buck these trends. The, the trend against Carolina, six straight losses. You know, dropping, what, seven of eight or seven of nine games yeah. potentially dating back to last season. They've got to stop the bleeding, and it starts this week, and Rondell Moore can be a big part of that potentially. Bo, I like Rondell Moore coming back for this team. Johnny, I got a bone to pick with you about A.J. Green. Let's because do it. Uh, uh, up to this point, A.J. Green has been available. Rondell Moore has not. And if you look at the duration of his career okay, and his productivity for the Cardinals, A.J. Green has been more available and outproduced. Well, that, hey, you're, you're no. comparing. Let's let, that is factual. I will agree with that. I will also say it's like comparing – I don't know, uh, a couple pairs of New Balance shoes, right? They're not Air Jordans, <laughs> right? I need something more. Fair and enough. AJ, and no AJ, pun intended. And if, if A.J. No Green, intended. absolutely, if A.J. Green was performing like he did at the start of last year, I'd be the first to eat all the crow. I wanted to be wrong, but he is not available anymore. He is essentially going to go, we think, on injured reserve. He's definitely not going to play this weekend, Bo Brock, against the Carolina Panthers. And Rondell Moore, listen, yeah, I'm going to start calling him the paper mache man unless we get some production here because I know the abilities there. The difference with that with A.J. Green is, brother, he he, he is toast. His best football is behind him. He was a great player once upon a time, but he has proven a hell of a lot more in his career than Rondell Moore. Now it's about number four. It's about number four producing for this team. You are a premium pick, Rondell Moore, a top 60 draft pick that they thought you were going to duplicate or then some Christian Kirk's numbers from last year. That was the that was the the item that Cliff Kingsbury was preaching in the preseason. Those targets, those Christian Kirk targets, those are going to number four, and we think he can be an explosive playmaker. And yet we have not seen that because he hasn't been healthy. He hasn't been healthy since 2018 at Purdue. So I am cautiously optimistic, gentlemen, but also very concerned as it relates to what this means for Greg Dorch because that is somebody number 83 that does not deserve to leave the field at all. 
And, and guys, I, I think that to your point, Johnny, I feel as though that we need to temper our expectations with more because with the productivity we've seen mm-hmm. last year, although that he was hurt, Bo, as you know as well, Greg Dorch has cut that in half already in three games yeah. in terms of productivity. I think that Greg Dorch doesn't come off the football field, and maybe it's some reverse, maybe stretching the football field type of opportunities with more when he becomes available, if he becomes available, Bo. But I like what they have. I mean, I think it's going to be a, an issue not having A.J. Green AJ Green there because who steps who steps in? Do you run Kyler Moore, try to establish the running game? or Because, Bo, I mean, just thinking about the options that they have available, Obviously, he's not been on the same page with guys other than Hollywood, Brown, and Greg Dortch. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. a, that's a problem. Yeah, and I the way I phrased my question to Cliff today was, is Greg Dortch playing the role that you envision Rondell Moore playing? I appreciate you asking yeah. that. And, and he said, you know, basically, it's, it, he's not going to take any snaps away from Greg Dortch. And it sounds like the guy that's going to have to make adjustments is Rondell Moore. Yes, and, and they, they like his, They like his versatility. And, and we saw that th- these wide receivers pl- were playing different roles in training camp, and they lured the offense in, in different route trees. So that's encouraging. But, you know, is Rondell Moore coming off the hamstring injury? Like, what is the role that he can play that he can make an impact with? Because we know what Hollywood does so well. We know what Greg Dortch does so well. Can Rondell Moore play? Is he going to play Z? Is, is he going to play outside? I, I, is, is he... I mean, I got to imagine he's going to be able to get some better separation than AJ Green was getting out there. But you know, what does that look like? How can they utilize him? How can they get more big plays from this offense with Rondell Moore when they're they're running like a four guard set in the NBA? Right. You have to be absolutely convinced he can turn it loose. If you're going to put him on the outside oh, yeah. and ask him to stretch the field vertically, that hamstring. We remember what happened with DeAndre Hopkins last year. That hamstring was not ready to go against the LA Rams. He t- tried to stretch the field vertically and he reaggravated it. Like, you can't do that with Rondell. You have to be 100% convinced, your training staff, that he can come out and produce for you. I'm a little bit concerned it's going to be back to the gimmicky bullshit that we saw last year because Greg Dorch is a prototypical slot receiver. He operates underneath. He's got wiggle to his game. He can break tackles. And so, like, yes, you leave him there. So then, Bo Brock, we lean on your acumen, your experience of practice. Like, how often did you see Rondell Moore play outside during training camp before his injury? Yeah, I mean, you saw it a little bit. I mean, it was it – was, <laughs> You saw it enough to be like, oh, my God, Rondell Moore is finally running uh, Real routes, routes down the field. Yeah. He's not just running horizontal routes. He's not right. just going east and west. He's going he's going north or south, which is which is encouraging. But, you know, there, there are a couple different variables. And, D.A., you could speak more on this than us because you, you've actually got a, a background playing legitimate football. No, nothing against well, Johnny. Well, you and I didn't play the NFL. Why is that directed at me? Bo didn't play in the fucking NFL either. Okay, okay, okay. But, you know... It doesn't look great as far as what the weather forecast is on Sunday. And, and coming off a hamstring injury, that, that, that makes things even more – would they be more cautious with that? Well, I don't know if he even plays, Bo. I mean, I think that it's yeah, great. I that, agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think there's any assurance I don't, I don't know. Just hearing the, the quotes from the presser, just it, it seemed like it was 60-40, 60% he may not play. Yeah. 40% we're going to see how it goes. And I think it's going to be contingent upon Cliff Kingsbury. I think this is a Cliff Kingsbury moment where he has his quarterback, it, whether it's designing plays to, to, to get these guys open, whether it be Greg Dorch or Hollywood. We see we saw Hollywood coming to his, coming into his groove, but to me the answer lies to what about them tight ends? Where are we at with Don't them tight ends? Where are we at with Ertz? <laughs> where, where are they at with Trey McBride? Where, where are we at with these tight ends and finding opportunities to get these guys the football and or 
running the ball with Kyler, Bo, because yeah. that seems to be a, a huge indicator of their success, and that could take some pressure off. And I know it's a double-edged sword due to the fact that if you do put Kyler out there and you do run the ball with him, Johnny Bo, there's a probability that he may get hurt. And not being the biggest but, guy, you got to go with what you got you here. Yeah, got you here, Johnny. I know. We're going to talk about later in the show if this is a must-win, but Brian in the chat puts it perfectly. If the weather's bad, Rondell Moore's not playing. Like They, they will reserve him and hold him out until against Philadelphia, like, we may feel like it's a must-win, like Cliff Kingsbury can't go 0-3 barf against Matt Rule, but it's a long season. We preach that 17 games. A.J. Green healthy this week. I don't even think it's a question that they hold him out. The only temptation is how do you fill out this receiving core this week? I feel week? like they've been cautious. I, I don't I don't know if, if the health of the hamstring is, is a big issue right now. If he's going to play, he's going to play, he's going to play. I don't care about the like the weather. I, I don't think it's going to play Tra- a role. Trayvon Mullen didn't play after he came back from injury, and, and it's it a whole new system. That's though. a toe. That's yeah. toe surgery too. Yeah, and it's a brand new system. I don't know. I think if he's ready to go, if he gets, he was limited today in practice. How do he look, Bo? I mean, you you with the open portion, you you don't get to see like uh, obviously position drills out there. But he he looked fine. He was he was he looked spry. Uh, I mean. According to his quarterback, this is the most you're going to, it's going to be secondhand for information from me from Kyler Murray was he looked fresh and rejuvenated, and and that's encouraging. That has to be encouraging. I just don't think that they're going to put him out there even to practice and run routes with the ones right. if he's not fully healthy. I could be wrong, DA. I, I just no. I, I don't know if they would if they're going to risk it now in practice. Are they going to ri- why would why not risk it in game day? I think we, jet sweeps are coming his way if he plays. I think screen passes are coming. His way if he plays. They really haven't utilized that in the offense yet this year. And I don't think that's a change in philosophy for Cliff Kingsbury. I think that just the personnel hasn't been available. And I'm I'm not almost better with that for Rondell Moore. But Greg Dorch, gentlemen, it's, I know it's early. He's on pace for over 1,000 yards receiving this year. Now that's going to get diluted when Hopkins comes back and you start to get a little bit more refined offensively. The running game hasn't taken off. But, like, Greg Dorch, if he's healthy... Like he's not going anywhere in this lineup. He's gonna he's gonna produce. He's gonna give you seven eight hundred yards. And if you're Rondell Moore, it's like take what you can get. Damien, how important was it for you maximizing the reps that you did get? Because again, if you're Rondell Moore, it's like you're at the bottom of the totem pole now. Johnny, that's life. Taking advantage of opportunities. Yeah. Being, being on a radio show with your bros and talking some dope shit about football. <laughs> that's right. Like that, we do that, it every day. Like that. That's really what it is. It's about making the most of your opportunities. Preparation meets opportunity. You know, Oprah calls that. I'm going to throw out Oprah. Oprah calls that good luck. Wow, an Oprah but, drop on this. It is. I'm, I'm 43, guys. It is what it is. <laughs> Deal with it. But be, being that, guys, Greg Dorch has been the most consistent player on the Arizona for the Arizona Cardinals. Correct. And Kyler Murray, a close second. But I really believe that not having DeAndre Hopkins out there is the key to this team. I yes. think that he's the missing yeah. leader, whether it be offense, defensively. Just, just watch, And I know that you guys have talked about it at length. Just watching the game this past Sunday, you saw some veteran savvy that the Cardinals don't that they, that they don't have. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take time, and it's going to take players being continually being consistent. I like what I saw from Hollywood. I, I don't know what that answer is, guys. I don't know if it's being more consistent, being harder on them, because I just think it's time. It's and personnel. I, yeah. it, it, I think it's a combination of the two, Johnny. I think it's time. I think it's personnel. And... There's some good football out there being played by your opponents yeah. and in your division. Let me ask you, Bo's, bros, this. Marcus in the chat, <laughs> Bo's, bros, whatever. Also, Bo Brock. Are, is this team missing Christian Kirk at all? In the red zone, he, he had up a lot of touchdowns early last year. Would you say 
you'd rather have him now? Well, of course, but for $20 million, Bo Brock, I'll start with you. I mean, Christian Kirk has been known to get off to a hot start. Correct. We've seen it. We, he even did it with the Arizona Cardinals. You can't, you can't knock him for that, but, you know, it's how you finish and how can we talk about opportunity. At the end of the last year, in the previous season, he had a big opportunity to show that he could be a legit two and a fringe one, and he didn't step up. So at that price tag, it's a little tough. And where the cards were cap-wise, I mean, we talked about this on our audio-only podcast about how the Cardinals and, and where they fall short as far as developing these players and knowing where they are and if they can move forward and extend these guys to maybe more reasonable, team-friendly contracts before they hit the open market, and then you price yourself out of it. Yeah, yeah so... You know, Christian Kirk, yeah, could he help this team? Absolutely. I think that they need all the help they can get. It's interesting. I was talking to – I've been doing the Carolina Panthers podcast circuit the last couple of days, and it's interesting, the perception in this team. And, you know, somebody asked me, he's like, are you guys really – do the Cardinals really have Greg Dortch as their number two wide receiver? And then, like, they, they boost what their score prediction is going to be. Like, that's an indictment on the Arizona Cardinals. I'm like, look, you can you can say what you want about Greg Dortch and who he was, where he was drafted. He wasn't drafted. They came out find of, out. Yeah, they're going to find yeah, out that this guy out. is is legit. It's not it's not just like cosmetic stats. I mean, these are legit. Like as far as you know, where he is, his his yak production, how he gets open, the next level analytics yeah. that show he's got four yards between him and any defender. I mean, the guy goes out there and he's a beast out there every Sunday. And and yeah, Carolina is going to find out. But it helps if you can get another guy in Rondell Moore. To help carry the load along with him in Hollywood. It's concerning. What's not concerning, listen, my favorite app right now to use as it relates to fantasy is Underdog Fantasy. I don't know if you guys know this or not. Promo code PHNX, it's going to get you into the action today. We've been playing every single Sunday. You can bet on your favorite players to hit over or under their stat seat. So if Rondell Moore is available and you want to dabble and you think maybe four, five, six receptions, you can bet on that on Underdog Fantasy. And get this, if you search in the App Store, Click on the link in the show notes. Use that promo code PHNX. Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. I deposited a hundy, got $200 in my account to dabble, to sprinkle. I may not use it on the Cardinals this weekend because, yes, not, not a lot of confidence lately in the skill players for AZ, not named Hollywood and Greg Dorch. But if you'd like some, like some action this weekend, why not utilize Underdog Fantasy, gentlemen? Let's talk about a different type of app. And my favorite app here at Four Peaks is the chicken rolls. They're unbelievable. They're electric. You like the green chili poutine? I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, what, what, eh, produce Emma, what's going on here? What'd you say? Green chili poutine. Yeah. All right. She got a prop with that? I, I was going to say something, had she not, but you well, know what? I'm just going to throw a bone to Johnny. Like, Johnny, it's probably good that you don't say on air that you won 100 bucks. His wife is going to be waiting for that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't win 100 I deposited 100 <laughs> No, but you got, say you And said the you... underdog gave me free money, which I appreciate. Okay, fair enough. Uh, right. What I did after the fact was not a clarify. good thing. Can we talk <laughs> about how I was rudely interrupted talking about these delicious apps here as we're hanging out at Four Peaks. You can get the Brick House wings, so many different flavors. Frank Sanders was blown away by the wings that we had yeah. our last watch party. And he knows his wings. He does. And Four he does. Peaks knows their wings as well. Check out their quesadilla, their spinach dip, their entrees are all on point. I was glad to see that the PHNX crew, they expanded 
and their 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 palate a little bit today. They went away from the chicken tendies. Did they which really? Are, yeah, which are unbelievable. But they were they actually had some grown up palates and they enjoyed some great young, delicious bro. food. They are they're like babies. They they're are. Like, they're like twenty. We got if, some lovebirds over there. His macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. If Four Peaks had a juice box, they would be like, "Hey, can I have the tendies and a juice box?" And they'd be set Where's for the rest of the night. Where's my Capri Sun? <laughs> but here's the good nuggets. news: is they don't have juice boxes. They have beer right in front of us. Kilt Lifter, Eighth Street Ale, Hot Knot. Uh, you've got the Wow Wheat, which I'm enjoying. What are you drinking, Damien? Uh, hazy. It's a hazy. It's delicious. I bought, with my hard-earned money, the the pumpkin beer, and I have it at my house. Pumpkin porter, yeah. It's the season. I drink it every day. It's the best. And there's a lot of pumpkin beer. There's a lot of of imitations out there. (laughs) That is not one of them. It literally feels like a pumpkin maybe mated with some beer, and then that's what I get to enjoy. It's fantastic. Yeah, they got got weirded one night, and then that's their offspring, right? So it's like your rendition of, like, manned... Yeah. Like being a man, like not going to like Starbucks and getting that <laughs> right. pumpkin I, I spice. Like, I like supporting locally anyway, but this is just, it's its great when it's also great, and that's what Four for Peaks sure. is. For sure. Look, I mean, pumpkin spice lattes are trash water compared to the pumpkin porter. Correct. It's not even Correct. close. That's the true pumpkin. Uh, it's the reason for the season. Four Peaks, we're here. We're hanging out. If you, you still have time to come down here, if you say you're hanging out with the PHNX crew, you can get $3 kit lifter, $3 wow pints. Hang out. you got to be 21 years or older. Enjoy responsibly. Uh, so practice continued for the Arizona Cardinals today, and there was news just outside of Rondell Moore as well. So we've got Zayvon Collins. You spoke to him. Bo Brock looks like he's going to play. Yeah. Uh, and he is improving. So for the people who think he's not, I, I very much am here to say, watch the tape with your eyes. He missed a critical sack, but he is getting better. And you just it's a foundation of, of layering with Zayvon. He needs starts. He needs snaps. He didn't play all last year. So Zayvon looks like he's going to play, gentlemen. Let's talk about somebody else right now. Antonio Hamilton looks like he may be on track to return, not this week, but next week, Bo. Yeah, it, uh, it was Cliff Kingsbury saying that he's optimistic that Hamilton can get out there. He came off the freak accident in his kitchen where he suffered some burns. And he's, uh, you know, he's been ahead of schedule, I think, with this team. Yeah. Uh, after coming off an incredible training camp where he'd won that cornerback two spot. And that's not an indictment anymore on Marco Wilson, who Cliff Kingsbury also said today, had his best week last week against the Rams as a, as a professional was, I player. I thought he was very good. Yeah, he's been solid for, through the first three weeks, maybe a, one of the few bright spots of this Cardinals team through three weeks. But Antonio Hamilton is progressing, and they think, you know, once he's eligible to come off of the, uh, the NFI list, he'll be ready to go. Like, just hit the ground running. And that's what they want with these guys who have been out for so long, whether it's uh, Hamilton or Antonio Wesley, we'll see where he's at. And then also, of course, DeAndre Hopkins, the biggest one in six after week six. They want him to be ready. We saw on D-Hop's Instagram, he's already he's in the lab. He's putting in the work. There was no doubt about that. So I'm a little bit concerned, gentlemen. Rashard Lawrence had surgery right yeah. on his hand. He's not going to play this week, we don't think. Didn't practice. Now, eventually, maybe they avoid IR with the big man out of LSU. He's get a cast on his hand, and he can move around a little bit. But in the meantime, guys... That defensive line group that I already thought was was thin coming into this season, right now looks like the weakest point of the team, in my opinion. Mm, I don't know. I, I like the I've liked the defensive line um, they so get far. Blown and, off the ball. Is, is it the second half defensive line or is it the first half <laughs> yeah, defensive that's a good line? Good point. I mean, it, this is this is a group that you, you include Wadden and Zach Allen, yeah. who have been really you solid. Johnny Johnny's a statistics guy. Yeah, now. he is. So he wants productivity, <laughs> he wants sacks, and he Who's wants interceptions. Blowing up the offensive line from I'm the with interior. you, John, Johnny. I, I'm, I'm with you. Like this team has to to play better in order to be what we want them to be. I told Bo yesterday on the audio only show, which you should definitely check out. By the way, when the Rams wanted to run the ball, 
and put that game away, they could. They ran the ball with Cam Akers. He scored a touchdown outside of the Buda Baker. Great play. Great play by a defensive back, not a front seven player. Like, the Rams were controlling the line of scrimmage, and that was with J.J. Watt and Zach Allen. So I'm sorry. I'm just I'm not convinced that this group is going to be able to get it done. I think they need to bring in exterior players. Nobody wants to hear about Ndamukong and Sue. He only wants to go to a championship-caliber team. That's fine. But I, I think they did a disservice to their defense by not adding some additional depth. Lecky Fotu, to me, looks slow. Looks like he is not well, an Well, you NFL put him stuff. on the edge. You got you put him on the edge, and he has to stop Cooper Cup on a reverse. Anybody's going to yeah, look but slow. I, that was embarrassing. Where are, the, where are the penetrating plays on first and second down? When you, teams want to run the ball, they can. I saw them can. against the Raiders all second half. Raiders don't count. They're yeah. 0 3. Oh, can we talk? Okay, sorry. What Raiders are the Panthers going to try to do this you weekend? They're going to run the ball. Or gonna, if gonna, the weather's inclement weather, they're, they're going to try to run the ball. They're going to right at J.J. Watt and Zach Allen. And pound it where? The cu- right at them. I'm not going to say where it's going to be, but hey, eight yards per carry right now. Did Damn. you hear the stat about the Raiders? So the, the Raiders are 0 3. Correct. And the three losses that the Raiders have suffered the Cardinals, the Titans, and then week one of the Chargers. All those teams only have one win, right? Against the Raiders. Yeah. Isn't that unreal? <laughs> but, wow. okay. Back so, to the defensive so, line. So is it parody? It tells me or not to bring Josh ass. McDaniels anymore. I'm not going to do you that. You guys are asking me to think. Is that parody or their ass? People, people in the chat <laughs> saying Manny Jones and Bo Brock, we were talking yeah. off air. That seems like the likely addition. I, Jonathan Ledbetter, Manny Jones, internal yeah. options. I, and then Do they make a trade, Johnny? They should. And I we talked about it. Like, this should be the, the position group that they target on top of outside linebacker. I still trust Marcus Golden to get it together, and I took two rookies. They're in witness protection right now, but they did. They do exist, Cam Thomas and Maze Sanders. That defensive line group, like, it is what it is. And, and they so, elevated Jesse Lakata too, another pass rusher who's just going to be. He's going to replace our guy, Deontay Thompson. We'll pour one out from. He got cut <laughs> from the team for missing Respect, that. But he Personal protector, my man. Didn't get that done, and no. uh, the old punt got blocked, so maybe that he's going to slide over and play personal protector on punt team, but. I just Manny led better, bedwetter. I, I'm sorry. Like I think Greg, <laughs> Greg Dortch is the outlier from the preseason. Yeah. My man Victor Dumakeji. Like where, where's that explosiveness off the edge? I, you definitely miss it. Yeah, I miss like it. I miss the preseason. Uh, yeah, you miss that. I mean, he's, he's not getting playing time. I, I, I saw him out there a couple times. I think he got four snaps against the Rams. It's so who's eating up those snaps, Gardak? Your boy that Gennard. you said it was, well, yeah, it was trending up. I, so which one is it, guys? Is it, is it the coach or coaches or is it players? As far as the lack of uh, pressure up front, both. Like in lack, lack of pressure, lack of production. I mean, I know that our. Uh, I, I, I'll stand by this. I think it's a cover issue. I think that they can't cover. You I, love think your that, I think. I you think. I think you are just married <laughs> to your defensive back. I think they, oh, they run the ball. What is it, Johnny? Eight yards per carry. Eight yard for win. For the year. Forever. For the year. Three <laughs> games. Cardinals are getting eight yards per pop against them for the year. You right. mean opponents? Yeah. And, and, by the way, opposing quarterbacks have the best pass, uh, passer rating. It's Cardinals 118. Like, there are enough bad defensive stats for me to say, hey, Vance, not great. And this is what I will say. The, the difference between the defense and the offense, the offense is, uh, I'm not making excuses, but they're missing a ton of wideouts. This is what the defense they envisioned okay. to start okay. the year. This is it. And then, Here it is. And then my my, my argument as is John Q fan that that reads a little bit yeah. would be, hey, defense, you shut out, uh, you shut out the Raiders in the second half. Of mm-hmm. course, you know we, we we made the play and won the game. Yeah, right. We yeah. made the play and won the game. And then in this game against the Super Bowl champions, we only allowed twenty points. 
And I think we we expect our offense to produce. And I agree with that. I, I just want to emphasize, I do not want the shortcomings of this offense to cover up how poorly the defense has played at times. And I think that that's what's happening this week. And I, I can't stress it enough. The defense is so bad early in games. It puts extra pressure on this offense. And I know the offense is awful right now. I, I get that. I watched the consistent three and outs. It is disheartening to go on the field when you're already down 10 nothing in the blink of an eye. I think he got it backwards. I really do. I, I think that this I, – I, Kansas City, that was just a dismantling on all three levels, right? But Well, game one, they know that the defense is their Achilles heel, and they kick the ball off. Right. Yeah. They defer, <laughs> which is head-scratching in great. itself. But the defense has played well enough the last two weeks to win football games. I agree. Even, I with, with, even with scoring down across the league – you you give up 20 23 points you should you should be able to win that football game with what you've invested in each side of the football especially yeah. on the offensive side of the football i mean the mon- the money is not even close well, you got a 30 million dollar player not playing you've got a, a draft pick top 2 draft pick not playing uh, i'm you got a, another top 2 draft pick in Trey McBride not playing for different reasons but the offensive line needs to be better i, I i'm not making excuses for the offense the defense to me though I, Guys, there's, some, there's something about the Simmons, David Collins situation. It just makes how me big, physically ill. How big? T- to me, it goes back because before, you know, when people ask me about the Arizona Cardinals, know that I played, and they would say, like, Damien, what my thoughts would always be this team is dictated by Kyler Murray and J.J. Watt. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Then D Hop went down, and I saw just the missing of explosive plays. Yeah. I saw just that dog leadership that DeAndre brings, and I think I really feel that it's going to be a complete 180 yeah. or 160 when he returns because I think that he adds an element of just it doesn't matter where the ball is. I'm the better player. I'm going to go get it. And then We've seen through social media how hard he's been working and just to insert him back in the offense. I think – and I hate to talk about it because I know that he's not playing right now, right? And this is what this team – I think it's just they're missing the identity right now. Yeah. Like you, you can't put your finger on like what is it? Why aren't they doing this? Why is it the defense – you know, getting off the football field. But, Bo, to your point, the defense has played well two out of three games. The offense has been struggling, Johnny. Is it because it doesn't have uh, Moore or Hopkins? Are those the big answers? And I think a high likelihood that it is D-Hop. But, I mean, that doesn't make fans feel better about why they're not winning games. Well, the run game is unacceptable, too. And the fact that Kyler Murray is not being given an option to run the football. I mean, you guys have seen all this. But you think that's by design, though, for preservation. They just paid this guy X amount of dollars. We want to see him. It's part, football. It's I mean, you're chasing, great, you've been though. chasing leads. You've given up 31 points to scoring zero in the first quarter. You're, you've been chasing every single game, so it's tough to set a run game at that point. And, well, I mean, the Rams can do a completely different uh, game plan in, in taking away and keeping everything right in front of them, including Kyler Murray's legs, when they when they have a lead like they did and like the Raiders had and like the Kansas City Chiefs had. I, I want to get DA's thoughts on this because we haven't talked to him for a little bit as far as when we talk about the defense, and you mentioned Isaiah Simmons, have you heard the quote from Steve Kime on, on their flagship radio Oh, yes, radio it was on, in our Howard Balzer yeah. uh, article today. You can check out gophnx.com, which, by the way, Howard's doing great work for us for PHNX Cardinals. And, yeah, he outlined it perfectly, Yeah, It's going to make you take your tablet, your laptop, whatever you might be reading this on, go Ken Dorsey on it like he did when the Bills didn't uh, get it done on Sunday. But this was what Steve Kime said, told Arizona Sports 98.7 on his weekly appearance. As far as how Isaiah Simmons goes, he says, I just know this. The more and more you watch Isaiah play, he gets better. 
The more comfortable he gets, there's so many types of players out there, guys that are just productive players. And the one thing you can say about Isaiah is every time he's on the field, he has opportunities to make plays. Correct. He makes big plays. And to me, this is Steve Kimes saying, that's because his physicality, his body type, his speed, big-time players make big-time plays in games, and he's a big-time player. He plays 16 snaps per game, Steve. <laughs> Maybe come down from your ivory tower and knock on Vance Joseph's door and demand him. You have the ability to do this. You make premium money. You're second to only Michael Bidwell. Demand that he plays number, what, number nine? I don't even yeah, remember what number, nine. What, what number he is because he's never on the field. He's 48 as a rookie. Steve, you can do that. I, I appreciate him empowering Vance Joseph and playing who he wants. Cut the shit. It's over. Play so Isaiah Simmons. Marcus is uh, in the chat here. Cool. So he's on the field all the time, right? Am I taking crazy pills here? No. Why isn't he on the field more? If, if he's a big-time player who makes big-time plays and he gets more and more comfortable by the more time he gets, then why is he not playing? Because are we ben talking about Neiman's Zayman or are we talking about Isaiah? Isaiah. Because he's a liability right now. <laughs> but that, that's why. Nick Vigil. Because he's a liability. I think because his skill set, guys, and how he's designed to to play within this defense, it's isolation plays. It's one on one, and they've been the opponents have been ha had the advantage. We saw it in, against Kelsey. We saw it in in opportune times against the against the Raiders, and that that was enough for the coaches. It's like okay, you have it. And to me, the the, the words that Cliff said, talking about like, hey, you you have to be in it all the time. Mm -hmm. To me, that's throwing a shot. Mm -hmm. Like you have to do more work to be ready to be on this football field for this team, whether it's studying or – I mean, we all see that he's a freak. And he tests well, can run, jump high. But as we talk about that paralysis by analysis, being able to identify what that offense is going to do pre-snap reads, maybe that's what the coaches are talking about. Maybe they're not good teachers. And I, we talked about okay, like I, I, don't, I don't know if Vance Joseph, again, at the end of the day, can take a young player – who maybe needs additional help and say, I can put you in the best position to succeed because I watched him very first series of his professional career go against Kyle Shanahan, and he got burnt on a slant pass from a running back, and that was it. Vance Joseph didn't, didn't put his arm around him and say, young man, we're going to learn from this. We're going to get better. Get back out there. You know what he did? He yanked his ass, and that tells me Vance Joseph, for, for all the praise that he gets, and I, I, I do think he's good at his job to some extent, if I'm a young player defensively, I, I don't know if I trust my career in his hands because right now he would rather play journeyman, borderline, vet minimum, 30-plus-year-old guys at linebacker over the eighth pick in the draft that's a freak. And if I'm Steve Keim, enough is enough, man. I'm trying to win games. Winning ball players on this defense do not currently exist outside of maybe five guys. Real quick, Johnny. The difference why Vance is making that decision because the difference between a guy identifying a play and making a tackle downfield for a four-yard gain or a five-yard gain, the veteran, versus being exploited and scoring a touchdown, that's why he's making that decision. As we talk about that margin right. for error. 100% agree. You know, that's why we're talking about – I mean, granted, it's a first down and you're still pissed off as a fan watching the game. Like, well, shit, get Isaiah Simmons out there. Well, if Isaiah Simmons allows it to be a touchdown – then you're more pissed off about the situation. I think, it, and that's how Vance is looking at it. And as a, as a former player and as a coach, you're like, shit. You know what they're about to do? You run a four three. Yeah. yeah. Catch up. Well, yeah. And you run a four three. It doesn't matter if you're half a second behind. Then it becomes a five. Then it comes to a five flat. You're not. You're not making the sack. You're not getting that tackle. You're not knocking the guy out of bounds. You know, hearing some of the quotes from the coaching staff, from their general manager, as we heard on the flagship, be our guy Howard Balzer over at GoPHNX.com. It'll make you feel like you just popped an OGs and uh, you're off on a different planet. But also OGs is hooking you up and doing something completely different 
than making you think twice about what you heard on the uh, Cardinals flagship radio show or what you heard here on PHNX Cardinals about Isaiah Simmons and what the GM's saying, the coaches are saying. It's They're getting you to sleep. They launched their sleep edition gummy. Tai-Tai boys. That's right. They're, uh, they're getting you ready for a good solid eight hours or whatever you need, 12 hours. Well, how, many, how many hours of sleep do you guys get at night? Well, my kids get me up at 6, 6.15. Uh, I typically, you know, I'm working until I go to bed just for, you know, the fine folks of PHNX, <laughs> PHNX Cardinals. So I would say anywhere between seven and eight hours, maybe. What a humble brag. What about you, DA? About five to six. Five to six. He's got to get a pump gosh. in. That's what he's doing. Yeah, that's morning. right. Five to six. I know I need to sleep more, but it's early bird gets a worm, man. That's they, right. I guess they do. But uh, they launched this sleep edition gummy. If you guys are having trouble, trouble getting to sleep, which I don't think you are since uh, you guys have worked so hard, but. They've got the flavoring dreams, not just flavoring life any longer. They got the two to one THC, the CBN ratio gummy, which is the aqua berry flavor, and it helps specifically with falling and staying asleep. That's their sleep edition gummy. If you got trouble with it, check it out. Or if you just want to check out the products that OGs has to offer, check them out. OGsbrands.com. That's OGsbrands.com. They're on Instagram as well. You can find their products in your local dispensary. Gotta be 21 years or older to purchase. I love this app. It's called DraftKings. Not sure if you've heard of it. Right now, you can bet on the Arizona Cardinals to beat the Carolina Panthers. They're actually an underdog to Matt Rule, which makes me physically ill. You can get the Cardinals at plus one and a half, or you can get their money line right now at plus 100. And listen, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money, but if you want to invest wisely, head on over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win. Get $200 back in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, folks, everyone can boost their winnings. Get this with DraftKings Step Up Same Game Parlays. Right now, You every leg you add can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why would you bet on football anywhere else than DraftKings? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on Step Up Same Game Parlays once every game day. All season long, this does not cut off. Keep it flowing weeks 4 through 17. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. DraftKings player of the game, king of the game, I should say, from last week, Greg Dorch. Gentlemen, if you had to predict a DraftKings no, king no, of the no, game no, no, no. It was, it was Hollywood weekend. Brown. Oh, it was Hollywood Brown. I'm yeah. sorry. 14 catches. 14 catches. Yes, Greg Dorch was in the mix. Uh, it was Hollywood Brown. If you had to predict somebody for this weekend, DraftKings king of the game, who would you say? It's got to be a Kyler game. We, yeah. just, we need a Kyler game. He just needs to take over four total tutties, maybe five, and just show, you know, Baker, hey. Remember those games? They do exist. Yeah. We saw it in Tennessee last year. Yeah. Did you know that this this Sunday is Kyler Murray's 50th career game? I did not. It's pretty wild. Seems about right. It, it, seem, it seems about right. It's I just, mean, he, he, it, it seems like he's a pup, but he's seems like he's been around for longer than you think, mm-hmm. you know? It's time to stack up some, some wins and some. Some trophies, some MVPs, some championships, maybe some Lombardis. But first, you have to find a way to beat slubby Matt Rule if you're Cliff <laughs> Kingsbury. The Cardinals are attempting to go 1-2, and two, get their first victory against the former Baylor, potentially soon-to-be-fired Carolina Panther head coach. So my question is, I pose this on Twitter, I'm going to ask you guys, given the fact you got Philadelphia on the horizon, maybe one of the best teams in the NFC, is this game against Carolina a must-win for the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, I'm going to go with no. Uh, all, all wins are important, but in terms of the, the forward outlook of this team and where you want this team to be, I don't think it really is going to You want to get all, all wins matter, right? I mean, we need a shirt. All wins matter. 
But with that being said, I, I don't think it, this team becomes who they are until Hop gets back. Like, I really don't. And I think until then, you're going to see, you know, one guy here making plays, one guy here making plays, Kiff Kingsbury you, you know, dialing up the right offense. I mean, a lot of unknowns and a lot of question marks, I believe, before Hop gets in there. But to answer your, your question, Johnny, due to Baker Mayfield's struggle, somebody on defense better step the hell up and make some plays this week. You just have to. Kyler, hopefully I'm with Bo. Offensively, Kyler. But – is it could it not be a, a must win for the Cardinals, but it has to be a must win for Cliff Kingsbury? I think so, absolutely. That's how exactly I still think how it's I would early, it. Well, no, I, from ah. from this part to where he can't fall to zero and three against probably the guy. I, I know the betting odds are, are the Cliff is the favorite, but Matt Rule is probably the first guy out, right? He's second, right behind. Cliff, right, yeah. uh, you you got to change those odds. If you're Cliff Kingsbury, like let's let's make this right. Let me just beat his ass and then come home, and and the Cardinals are two and two and. You know, Cliff said, like, if they can get to two and two, like all this, this, this whole preseason, this training camp, all this crap and all this frustration, it tempers down a little bit. And they're two and two, and they're in a good spot to potentially go three and three without DeAndre Hopkins. I think, look, Carolina sucks. They're not good at football. Yeah. They they couldn't beat Cleveland. They couldn't beat the Giants, the biggest fraud at two and zero oh going in, and they finally lost. Uh, and they beat New Orleans. New Orleans has a good defense. They can't. They're not great offensively well here's what i will say a lot of people pick them trendy to win the south after how good baker mayfield looked in the preseason i don't think it's what? a it's what a, are we yes, talking about a lot of, that that happened i don't think it's a lack of talent for carolina uh, i'm as guilty as anybody in the 2020 draft 20 yeah 2020 draft i did not want Derek brown near this football team i thought he was a limited defensive tackle cardinals ended up taking isaiah simmons because Derek brown went one pick ahead Derek brown's been a good player for them They've got nice corners. They've got situational linebackers. Brian Burns is better than any pass rusher the Cardinals have. I think it's going to be difficult for the Cardinals to score points this weekend. So then it flips to the defense, which is why I put so much pressure on them. You cannot get exposed by Baker Mayfield. If you allow Baker Mayfield to carve you apart, and Christian McCaffrey, who did not practice today, he's hobbled. For them, if they put up 24 points against Vance Joseph defense, it will be physically demoralizing, emotionally demoralizing, but again, like I, Carolina, people don't want to hear me say this. Like they have real players. DJ Moore has not been unleashed yet, right? I'm I'm a fan of Robbie Anderson. Their offensive line's terrible. Baker can't move around. the The benefit for the Cardinals is this is the first time you have not faced a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback to begin the year, and that Derek Carr is what he is. But I mean, he's very capable. He went to the playoffs last year, and then we got Stafford Mahomes. Like you need to make Baker Mayfield look average, like you did last year when you went to Cleveland. That's the key to this game. Yes, I I expect the offense to struggle again. I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not scared, and I'm not buying into all the talent on this Carolina team because they've been bad for a while. I I have questions about this coaching staff and how they develop guys. I think that the talent obviously was there. There were some big draft prospects, including Brown. Yeah, who they're still waiting for consistent production from. You're he, encouraged, looked he looked good last week. You're encouraged by J.C. Horn, obviously, who got a red shirt, you know, medical red shirt, basically because of an injury, and, and what he brings at the cornerback spot. But like, this is not, this is not an offense that should like strike fear into you. And and you know, Baker Mayfield. When you look at the weather report and and who's it going to impact the most? Baker Mayfield can be a turnover machine when the weather's perfect, and when the weather gets a little dicey too, the ball gets a little slick. It's gonna, it's not going to help him either. So. The Arizona Cardinals, Matt Rule's teams are 1-25 when the opponent scores 17 points. 
That oh should be God. easy. Is that a real stat? That's a real stat. Well, their defense is solid, though, Bo, and I just feel like going into this game, it's that Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each <laughs> other, and I feel like that's similarly what this Arizona Cardinals football team going against the Carolina Panthers is. Like, a lot of question marks meeting, yeah. right? There's some players at each position, but I think with that transition of Baker coming over late, not yeah. really knowing his – I mean, I, I'll be damned the Cardinals' luck is when he, he comes out and has a career day. You know what I mean? Like, And that's and that's what you don't want to happen, but what if you look back to last year, obviously different quarterback, Christian McCaffrey's out right now. However, you look what he was able to do both run and pass, and who was he on? Isaiah Simmons. So who's going to cover Christian McCaffrey in that back out of the backfield and identifying those issues, Johnny? Here, Somebody in the chat, PR Mac, I want to shout this out. Carolina is a measuring stick if we lose, not good. I think that's perfectly encapsulated. This is a measuring stick game. You want to sell it to your fans that you lost to Super Bowl champion, NFL champion, and caliber playoffs. player. And playoff team. You, you have. You have done that, right? You did not. You were not in the same stratosphere as Kansas City. You got schooled again by Sean McVay. If you're a playoff team in 2022 and you want it to be taken seriously, you cannot lose to this Panther team. I'm sorry. The Saints game last week, divisional game, wacky, right? That, that shit happens. Those teams play each other every year. You want to be taken seriously by, by this crew, by your fan base. If you're Cliff Kingsbury, you need to go into Charlotte and do whatever it takes. I don't care if they win by 20 or, or three points or whatever. You cannot lose to Matt Rule. Matt Rule, who is a sinking ship coach, a team right now, in my opinion, that has no direction, and they're just kind of flying all over the place with personnel moves left and right. You're preaching that. Wait a minute, guys. Take a deep breath. We found our footing. We were more competitive this week. Nobody's going to want to hear that if you're 1-3 and three and losing to Carolina. Like, you will go from being taken seriously by a large percentage of the fan base, because I pulse of the fans on PHNX Cardinals. I was tweeting out. A lot of people are saying, I'm relaxed. They're going to write it. But if they lose to Carolina, I'm, I'm going to be upset. And I think that I can understand that. Yeah, I can understand Arizona Am Animal in the chat saying, man, that's a that's a low measuring stick beating Carolina. Well, but if you lose, what does that say about no, you? No, for sure. For sure. I'm going to tell you right now, though. Everybody, come hang out. Four Peaks. We've got more events at the Lola coming up. It's fantastic. We're enjoying all of our partners all of our hangouts, but just a reminder, come and hang out with us. Be happy, healthy, safe. Get a COVID-19 vaccine. They're free for everybody five and older. Those 12 and older are also eligible for the booster shot. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for location near you. We're at Four Peaks, gentlemen, every last Wednesday of the month. Come hang out. We have watch parties. It's fantastic. We love our partners here at Four Peaks. We want to make sure you can come and hang out too, but be safe. Yep, and uh, as nice as Four Peaks is, I kind of miss our studios yeah just because how comfortable the new chairs are they're beautiful if you have seen our studios you know what i'm talking about if you want to kind of pimp out your living room your dining room your bedroom set check out more furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com that's more furniture m-o-r furniture.com check us out at gophnx.com we mentioned howard's work check out the phnx merchandise locker by the way you can cop a free t-shirt now like this hollywood hill sign on camelback if you sign up for your long membership, and why wouldn't you save some coin? Just under 60 bucks. The Hollywood Hills sign on Camelback. The Touchdown Celebration sign. Find it all and more at gophnx.com. The PHNX Merchandise Locker. Gentlemen, we've had a blast here at Four Peaks today. Hopefully you've had a blast hanging out. Be sure to leave that like down below. Help share the YouTube algorithm. I don't know how all those fancy numbers work, nerd, but it helps us, right? I am a nerd. Be sure to <laughs> like, like and subscribe. 
Leave us a five-star review. Bo, thank you so much for doing that. That just made my day. <laughs> All right, Emma. Producer Emma, just try to promote right. the show. Company, you know what, Johnny? You, you said man. that everyone behind behind me was drinking out of juice boxes earlier in the show. I, I said that, actually. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Sorry, Emma, go yeah. ahead and mute yourself. Yeah. Emma, wanted Emma wanted an uncrustable. Emma wanted an uncrustable. She's one of my faves. Maybe. You guys, you guys, we've had a blast today here at Four Piece. Yeah. We can't wait to come back. We can't wait to talk to you guys later on as we continue our preview. Cards at Panthers for DA, Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable from Four Peaks in downtown Tempe. Peace. See you.